there's a real high expectation from consumers now. Some of it has built, been built up and advertised by these uh, big players that mm. we can get this to you. We can get it to you at the best price. And so, and consumers are going to hold you to that regardless of the environment. The environment though can be challenging enough that it can offer an opportunity for different sized retailers to say, okay, well, these guys said they'd be able to get it to you, but we have it available right now. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show where we bring you direct access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Lamphouse Films is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. Our passion, both in our commercials and on our show, is to help companies create marketing that is honest, beautiful, and effective. In this episode, we're joined by Vivek Pandya, a Senior Digital Insights Manager at Adobe. You probably know Adobe from their creative cloud programs like Photoshop and Premiere, but they also offer a robust analytics service that provides insight on things like consumer spending, pricing trends, and popular services. We have seen marketer after marketer come on the show and talk about the importance of analytics in order to anticipate and meet consumer needs. And there is no time more crucial to understand that data than the holiday season. And so today we have a special holiday episode. I'm going to chat with Vivek about the trends that he's noticing coming into the 2021 holiday season and how you as a marketer can be responding to them. Now, let's jump right into our conversation with Vivek. So I think that over the past year, over the past two years, we've seen a lot of um changes in the way that selling is happening especially selling online um i think that people like me i think all of us can sort of feel it all of us can sort of sense that everything is changing but i imagine that from all of the things that you're seeing and analyzing you maybe have a little bit more concrete a look at the way things are moving right now yeah i i would say we've been in this space for a while tracking online's evolution and in terms of spending uh, by consumers online and and their behaviors and how they think of what they want to purchase online versus what they want to do kind of traditionally in, in brick and mortar and offline. And for us, it's been really fascinating to see just how quickly we've moved uh, into this space where consumers are almost approaching buying like they do something like on-demand streaming and things like that it's it's a very kind of instant i need i need this i need it to me as quickly as possible at the best price you know what does the online uh, ecosystem do to support me in that and that's very different than this sort of incremental kind of growth of like okay i've i usually buy these types of items um online this is very, again, very much talking about like the early 2000s and mm-hmm. people kind of dipping their toe into thinking like, oh, maybe I'll buy this online. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I got my product that, and it's what it was advertised to me as. Um, but then now it's more, especially with things like the pandemic kind of driving things forward in terms of online by a couple of years, it's it's very much like I need these things, these items, and I want it. I want that convenience. I want to be able to get these at good competitive prices. You know what is available to me in order to get that, and so then all of a sudden things like grocery and you know these goods that need to be you know 
in your house within a couple of days. Otherwise, they kind of, you know, especially non-shelf stable goods. Um, you know, you're going to have to have those delivered to you quickly. And online is supporting that. And mm. it's been really fascinating to see consumers and their comfortability uh, purchasing online. They've kind of gone from this sort of thinking of like, okay, my default is brick and mortar. And then I, from time to time, buy things online hmm. to now we're in a place where we're going to a season where about one out of every $4 is going to be spent online. So when that happens, it, it's it's putting a, quite a lot of pressure on these retailers to provide really strong online experiences, provide a bit more of a hybrid experience where you know you can secure that good or that purchase online. But then if they offer buy online pickup in store or curbside, you know be able to support that because consumers are really gravitating to things like that. So all that is helping online kind of drive forward and and push and reposition itself in the mind of the consumer as being, you know, I want to see what's available online even before I've even thought about what I'm exactly going to hmm. purchase because I, I need to understand all the options in front of me. Hmm. Yeah, that I, I, the streaming analogy is so good. I've never thought of it like that, but it is like this, you know, it's this move towards instant like i want what i i want to be able to survey all my options immediately and then get it instantly that mm -hmm. is like changing things you know pushing people to streaming and is also the way that the online like landscape is changing i i hadn't thought about the whole you know we do the buy online pick up and store thing a lot i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know why i'm doing that it just feels more convenient and yeah. and now that we're coming into the holiday season, as you, as you mentioned, what are some things that marketers should be expecting? What are some things that marketers should be preparing for um, with the with the new new landscape? There's so much uh, to unpack there because yeah, they're essentially ex also experiencing this in sort of this second year of the pandemic type reckoning, mm -hmm. where um, there are certain things that are similar to last year and certain things that are almost even more specific to this year yeah because hmm. it's like because yeah, so like last year it was it was sort of still like panic mode it felt like like mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. was like i don't know or we're i don't even think we're gonna get together like i'm just gonna buy stuff online and ship it to you and if like somebody doesn't buy me something it's like whatever like i don't know it was a little bit more chaotic than i feel like this year we've all really settled into this that's exactly right way. and and that that piece of the um this notion of uh, the urgency, like it, exactly what you're saying is like, there's a big difference in terms of if I'm going to be um, shipping something over to you because we know we're not going to be together um, at versus I actually think I'm going to fly down and hang out and we're, we're going to, you know, be together this year, unlike last year. And so all of a sudden I need these goods quickly. So do I have it shipped to me or do I ship to you again, directly again? So, there's this this factor of things that are specific to this year we're seeing supply chain issues get worse so you know everyone's been hearing these stories around the 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 ports and and shortages all that is something that's kind of top of mind for consumers and retailers and so that's really driving a lot of early sales early spend momentum because you know everyone wants to get their goods on time they want to avoid shipping delays and shipping costs um, you, you had mentioned about like just naturally getting into 
buy online pickup in store and curbside pickup, that has really been a factor of the pandemic, you know, surging really heavily because we would see a little bit of adoption of curbside pickup in previous years, pre-pandemic. But then once the pandemic hit, it became very much like, how do I get these items to me as quickly as possible? There, there are things not on shelves. You know, I need that peace of mind that I can, I can get, you know, lock in this sale and then be able to get it to me mm. very quickly. So that is starting to see a huge uptick and retailers are benefiting by offering that as a capability. Another one is buy now, pay later is uh, an option that is really resonating with consumers, especially younger ones like Gen Z, um, younger millennials, because it's helping consumers sort of stretch their dollar because they have, you know, they're coming into this season, we're seeing more inflation and more higher prices across goods and products. So retailers that can offer better discounting and offer sort of financing options like buy now, pay later also tend to gain because they're in this environment right now where there is a lot of demand, surging demand, but you know, there's ultimate availability is a concern. Do, do we have these products available? Does our competitor have them available? How do we lock in loyalty from a consumer standpoint mm. when really their focus is how do I get these goods and quickly? Hmm. So if you were working in direct consumer marketing right now, what would be the, what would be the main thing that you are thinking about going into the holiday season? Uh, for me, I would be thinking a lot about shipping and price. Um, these are things mm. that are, we hear are top of mind for consumers kind of over and over again. And they're, they're usually battling each other out. Like free shipping is like so paramount because sometimes consumers will even take a higher price and you've just put free shipping in there and the price of shipping has been absorbed into the price of the product, but they're still like, I've got free shipping. So I'm moving with that one. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, being able to kind of accept that consumers are experiencing online inflation in a, in, for the first time, really, because mm. what, what people don't realize this, but um, in the past, consumers actually always kind of got a discount in, online in, in terms of online prices, that thinking, oh, it's available online, it's cheaper online, that used to be that conventional wisdom. So, and that was partly driven by big categories like electronics, where they would see, you know, new products kind of coming out every month. So then the older products would, uh, you know, see their prices drop. So each month after month, prices were kind of driving down. That, and as that kind of price shift comes, comes down, that draws the inf inflation rate further down. So now, as there's been shortages, online prices are coming up. So consumers are now having to deal with an environment where for the first time in a while they're having to you know pay more for online goods so there's mm. an opportunity for marketers to provide more competitive pricing and say you know we're not just going to pass the costs that we're facing due to the supply chain onto you we're going to find a way to still give you some competitive level pricing and some things like free shipping and that can differentiate them amongst others who might not be able to do that mm. So in all the chaos and everybody trying to like, you know, stay competitive, what can, you know, I was just, I was, there was like a little shop that's owned by some friends of ours across the street from our office. And I was just there and they were talking about as a small business, what this holiday season is going to, is going to be like. So what can, what can people like that who own small shops, how can they stay in the game amidst all this? 
Well, I would say that, you know, we've seen strong gains from small businesses in the past during the holiday season. So they have in, in previous seasons made inroads and efforts to try to take advantage of, of the opportunity that they have in terms of how locked in they are with the consumer base. You know, there are certain consumers that prefer to shop at smaller retailers. They, they like you know, putting their dollars towards businesses that size. So being able to cultivate those connections and say, you know, we're, we're here, you know, we're, you know, we know that we, there's a lot of interest around holiday season buying. We've got things available because the supply chain impacts different companies based on their, their basic configuration. If they've, if they're, you know, got a lot of their materials, if they were able to pre-stock up and are able to just build in the US and, and get their products out, that gives them an advantage because that, that could be, an, there could be another larger retailer that, you know, has a much different supply chain that requires, you know, them to ha still be out of stock on certain items until a certain time period. So it, the the availability of products is key and hmm. so some in some ways smaller retailers might be able to have those products available and make consumers aware that they have that available but then in other instances they'll be able to say look we we have these deeper relationships and loyal customer bases that have, have worked with us the, the earlier we can get into seeding into their mind that this is what we have available. Mm. This is the earlier discounting that we're going to be doing. You know, that connection is really strong. We see email always continuing to be a strong performer as a marketing channel. And that has an advantage for smaller or mid-sized mm. retailers. A lot of people don't care if they're buying from Target or Walmart or Amazon, like whoever's got the best price and will give me free shipping. I'm in, but if you have that loyalty, it's like, hey, if they have what I want, that company that I love, like that has a that has a lot more um, clout than you know the big box store. So just to come out early with that message of like, hey, the thing that you need, we have it and we can get it to you. It's such a simple message, but it feels like it's enough right now. Yeah, and the early piece is the key because hmm. you know they're everyone's kind of reliant on this shipping infrastructure that serves small and large retailers alike, you know, whether, you know, the, the main carriers out there. So uh, some companies can absorb these shipping costs better than others. And if you're a smaller retailer, you're gonna wanna be able to lock these purchases in with your consumer base as early as possible. We were trying, we were banging the drum pre-Halloween uh, to really get people thinking, you know, it's time for a holiday season. It goes back to that streaming thing that we were talking about, mm -hmm. you know, is there's there's a real high expectation from consumers now um, that some of it has built, been built up and advertised by these uh, big players that mm. we can get this to you. We can get it to you at the best price. And so, and consumers are gonna hold you to that regardless of the environment. And mm. the, the environment though can be challenging enough that it can offer an opportunity for different size retailers to say, okay, well, these guys said they'd be able to get it to you, but we have it available right now. Just stop mm -hmm. by our retail front and get it. Um, that can make you know a difference in, in, in this time period where consumers are experiencing a lot of uncertainty. Like I, it's, we've been in this state of 
dynamism for quite a while. And while online, we're talking earlier about the evolution of online, online was kind of incrementally growing. It was taking more and more of a share of the consumers buying, you know, t time after time, like it was, you know, about one out of every six dollars before. So it was slowly itching up and taking up more and more of the total retail pie. But then with the pandemic and just these, again, this explosion of consumers wanting things instantly and easily and the offering of one day, two day shipping, all that sort of drove a lot of enthusiasm to say, I'm ready to buy online. You know, what do you guys got for me? How quickly can you get it to me? And that's where you know, retailers are now having to, you know, follow up on that bargain and that deal and just say, mm. we can, we can make good on it versus others who might, you know, trip a little bit and have challenges in, you know, making sure that experience is as great as it can be. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films. Lamphouse Films is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign or would like to hear more about what we do here at Lamphouse, we would love to hear from you. You can reach me directly at josh at lamphousefilms.com or schedule a meeting right now using the link in our description. While you're there, click the link to get access to our bonus content. It is totally free. If you're on YouTube, make sure to click the subscribe button. And if you're listening on a podcasting platform, send us that review. It goes such a long way. Marketing Conversations is a production of Lamphouse Films, produced by Lauren Zare and Malia Irby. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired and let's keep the conversation going.